Hi there. You're listening to Happy Hostess Podcast with Christy Lalonde. I'll be sharing episodes each week to help you entertain and welcome guests into your home without all the stress. There will be guest interviews with party planning and hospitality experts that share their secrets to becoming a confident hostess. So get comfortable as we find the joy in celebrating life's big and small moments. Hello, and welcome to the 44th episode of the Happy Hostess Podcast. I'm so glad that you're here and listening today. If you tuned in last week, you heard from Lydia Menzies and learned all about her supper club and her fabulous soirees. If you missed it, I know you'll want to hear it, so I'll link it in the show notes. This week, I'm featuring a few members of the supper club that attended the Birmingham soiree, and they are giving us their favorite hostess tips. I'm excited for you to meet some of my friends today, and they each have something very valuable to share. You'll hear from Caroline Bowen of Sweet Khaki's Pies, Carrie Peoples of Neat Smart, Nancy Caswell of Nabe's Tables, Adrian Hill of Hen House Linens, Lance Jackson and David Ecton of Parker Kennedy, and Libby Britt of the Cape Cottage Company. So without further ado, let's get started. Hi, Caroline. Thank you for being here. Please introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about your business. Hey, I'm happy to be here. My name's Caroline Bowen of Sweet Khaki's Famous Apple Pies and More out of Noonan, Georgia. I have a small pie business where I make homemade pies like apple pie, peach, and blueberry, and lots of other pies, and I sell to um, retailers, and they carry my pies. So are you not able to order online then? No, I have a website where you can go and, and look at what I offer, but I don't sell to individual people or ship to individual people. I strictly sell to retailers across the country. So I am currently in six states, and I'm growing a little bit each day, trying to get the Sweet Khaki name out there and Sweet Khaki pies in as many states as we can. Wonderful. Well, people will have to look in their local grocery store then to find you. Yes, I am um, typically in um, high-end, like butcher shops, boutique-type places that carry um, to-go meals and some um, privately-owned grocery stores. So you can check out my website to find out where I'm located. And I also am on Facebook and Instagram. Wonderful. Well, it was so wonderful to be in your group in Birmingham this year. And I was wondering, what was the highlight for you of the soiree? Oh, my gosh. Well, first of all, it was wonderful to meet you and to have you in my group as well. I loved being with you and all of your talent. Um, that is a hard question to pinpoint one thing that was the highlight. The whole trip was a highlight for me. I felt like I was living my best life the whole time I was there in Birmingham with all of y'all and um, at Hoffman Media and how gracious they were to host us. But if I had to pinpoint, I think, one thing, oh, that's so hard to do. I loved when we did our tablescapes, when we worked with each other, and I think there were like four of us in our group, and we had to decide, you know, the linens and 
the silverware, the china, the crystal, all of that. And then we got to make a flower arrangement. All of that was just so much fun. And then seeing it under the the light, working with the the people at Hoffman that do the design and the film and and, and the lighting and the camera, all of that stuff. It was just it was a, just a great experience, and it was a lot more to it than I realized. And that was fun to me. I loved seeing how we started and then how things changed and how it ended up. So I think that was kind of maybe highlight for me, but that's hard to say because honestly, the whole trip was a highlight for me. Living your best life, that is a great description for those two days. (laughs) Yes, it was a dream. I'm still thinking about it every day. And what would be your favorite hostess tip? I think for me, it would be prepare ahead of time. I know a lot of times when we host gatherings or events or parties, the hostess seems to, you know, work so hard and then the day of the event, they don't get to enjoy it. So I say prepare as much as you can ahead of time. So that way, the day of your event, you can enjoy it and spend time with the people that are there, the people that you want to be with. That is a great tip. And I would also suggest that they order or buy one of your pies so that they don't have to slave away on the dessert. <laughs> <laughs> they are delicious. Absolutely. There's, thank you so much. That would be a, a nice treat to have a sweet khaki pie at your event. Yes, it would be. Well, I am so grateful for you to give us your hostess tip and uh, in your highlight for the soiree. Thank you, Caroline. Thank you. You have a good day. You too. Carrie, I am so excited to have you back on the podcast. Why don't you tell everyone a little bit about yourself and your business? Oh, great. Chrissy, it's great to uh, great to see you again. Uh, my name is Carrie Peoples. My company is called Neat Smart, and we are a professional organizing company based in Marietta, Georgia, and we help busy people all around the metro Atlanta area, as well as people in other cities to get their homes organized so that they can enjoy their free time and not be burdened by clutter or disorganization. That is an important service. Now, do you do that online with like with Zoom as well? Or is it yes, just local? I also yeah, I also do virtual sessions. Um and sometimes people just need like it's kind of like hiring a trainer, I always say. <laughs> uh, they just need a little bit of help and uh some step by step instructions and links to potential products to use. So I can do that as well for any space in your home. Well, that is wonderful. And it was so good to see you again in Birmingham at the soiree. What was your favorite part? You know, I I love to eat. So <laughs> I have to say Biscuits with Brian was so much fun just because, you know, I'm from the South and I've made biscuits a couple of times, but he just completely elevated that to an art form and yet a very achievable art form. I think it's, I think a lot of people are intimidated in the kitchen and they think that making something delicious is going to be super complicated. And, you know, I'm all about simplifying things and it was just so fun to learn how to prepare a yummy breakfast meal. And actually you don't, you can eat biscuits anytime, but it was so fun to learn how to make something so delicious that really isn't that hard. And 
there's rules, but then there's not rules. And I, I just found that very, um, that was just fun and very relatable for, for me to um, be able to create something that wasn't overly complicated and yet was such a crowd pleaser. I did. I enjoyed that too. It was, first of all, they were the most delicious biscuits I think I've ever eaten, but oh my gosh, I couldn't believe that so I made them. <laughs> you know, I brought home my leftovers and we ate them a couple of days later and they were wonderful. Oh gosh, they were so good. And, and I mean, I have made biscuits definitely in the past, but I've never made the layered biscuits like that from, you know, from scratch, obviously, yes. I've used them out of a can. <laughs> and it was so fun to work with other people on this pro- on the project. I mean, that's that's another part that I just thoroughly enjoyed was being paired up with people, different people for different activities, and just getting to know them while you're putting a you know decorating a cake together or next to each other while you're baking biscuits it was just such an easy way to get to know people without any pressure or um you know really time constraints like you really got to to learn about people in a new way i agree there is something about learning something with someone else that kind of yes. opens up new friendships now what is your favorite hostess tip so whenever I am entertaining, I find that I have to go completely old school and get out my pen and paper. And I think that's just the easiest way to get ready for either a dinner party or if I'm having the girls over for, you know, happy hour or even getting ready for something like Thanksgiving dinner. It's just, I just start to write down what I'm going to make or what I'm going to ask other people to make and just start planning out the event so that I can get it out of my head and get it onto paper. I find that if I sit there and think about it too long and I don't get it down on paper, it just becomes this insurmountable task in my brain. And yet it's not. So I've got to get it down on paper and then I can start to figure out, you know, what I'm going to, you know, what food I'm going to serve and what serving pieces I'm going to use and where it's going to be and what do I want the table to look like. So I always just say, start with writing down what you're going to do, and then you can break it down to bite-sized tasks that aren't so overwhelming. I love that advice. I find that the more I write, the less stress that I feel when it comes to planning anything, but definitely... um, a, a party or a, a dinner party or when it, having someone over, it it becomes a huge big mess in my brain. <laughs> it's but, so true. And you think, oh, I don't need to write that down. I'll figure it out. And then we've just got so much going on in our lives. You know, who has time to remember everything? And I just find that once I start to to document it, it gets it out of my head and onto paper. And then I can get more creative with what I'm going to do because I'm not spending so much energy focused on, you know, don't forget, you know, to put silverware out or get the napkins ironed or uh, make sure, you know, you've got the right uh, accoutrement for whatever you're serving. I mean, it's just, it's just the first step to getting anything accomplished is writing it down so you can figure out how to do it. I love it. That is such good advice. Well, Carrie, thank you again for coming back here today and sharing with our listeners. It's been great to talk to you again. 
Oh, my pleasure, Christy. I love listening to your weekly podcast. It's so fun. Oh, thank you so much. Okay, well, I just wanted to tell you that my name is Nancy Caswell. I have a new Instagram account that I started called Naves, N-A-B-E-S underscore tables. And that's a nickname that my children's friends all call me as Naves. My other Instagram account is Naves1 as well. And I really am just, as I said, on the beginning of this journey. So... I would love for people to follow me. I love the Saray in Birmingham. First of all, it was my first exposure to something like Hoffman Media. I don't have a marketing background or anything. I had no idea all that goes on behind the scenes. I was fascinated by the testing kitchen. I was fascinated by the prop room and then the photography sessions. It just was all amazing to me. And it just, it made what I do. I appreciate magazines and books so much more now because I see what goes in all of those publications. Oh, it was yeah. just to see. I feel the same way. Um, it was so fun to see that, but I definitely, I definitely realized, and I thought, I did think there was a ton of work involved, but there is even more than, than oh. what I thought. So much more. And the other thing that I really loved about Birmingham was just, you know, interacting with all of those business owners. And I felt like they were all at varying stages of their business. Some were new, kind of like me, or didn't even have a business like me. And then some were very well established and have clientele you know, the all over the world and they're, you know, selling their products everywhere. So I just felt like it was great how everyone seemed to be interested in one another and encouraging and saying, let's help each other grow our businesses. So I was appreciative to Lydia for getting that group together because I do think it's a unique group of people. You are right about that. There are varying degrees of levels of business where people are in their journey. And I think that helps so much because we all have people to help or to lift up or to receive help from or just to enjoy watching their journey. Exactly. That's exactly how I felt. And I came home really, you know, positively impacted to continue to create and continue to share. I came home like so excited and so motivated. And my girls were like, mom, just do it. Just, you know, start something. And I'm like, well, I don't even know what that something is. But they're, they said, just share what you already do all the time. So it was a very beneficial event for me in multiple ways. Well, I'm so excited to hear that. And I look forward to watching your journey on Instagram. And I know that you are quite the hostess. So what would be your favorite hostess tip? My favorite hostess tip and what I'm really known for in my family and then the luncheons and parties and things that I host is I ask everyone like three questions. 
because I want to be very wise of our time. Like I'm having, I just had a luncheon last Friday and I want to be cognizant of our time. Like when we have a short luncheon or a gathering. And so I ask my guests three questions. I want to know, like on Friday, I asked everybody, okay, here's something special that happened to you this summer. If it was a trip, if it was a conversation, if it was something you learned, then I ask for a book title they can share because I love to read and I love hearing recommendations from my friends and their guests. And then my third thing that I said on this Friday's luncheon was their fall goal because I like people to be forward thinking and to be looking ahead. And I love when you're in a small group, there were five of us at lunch on Friday. I actually kind of took notes on my phone, on my notes app. And then I shared it with all six of us at the end. And everybody loved it. They loved, they went home with five new book suggestions. They had shared a goal and these friends can now kind of help them be accountable. They can say, wow, whatever happened with that job search or whatever happened with you wanting to learn a language? One of the girls said she wanted to learn uh, Spanish this fall. So that's just kind of my thing. My family always kids me about it. At Christmas, at holidays, I always say, okay, I want to know, one great thing that happened to you this week that we don't know about, share, you know, or what's one challenge you have that we can all pray for you for. So my hostess tip is to be kind of purposeful before your guests arrive and think through questions you might ask. Obviously, at a large cocktail party, you wouldn't do this, But I do kind of do it with myself at a large cocktail party because I want to have good conversations. And I don't just be, oh, how are you? How was your summer? You know, I I think having purposeful questions in mind helps you have better conversation. I love, love that idea. I'm definitely going to use that. And it really helps people like me who are a bit of an introvert they're being guided on what to talk about. So I love that tip. Nancy, thank you so much for coming today and sharing all these great tips with our listeners. Well, thank you for hosting me and having me. I really appreciate it. I love listening to your podcast and I wish you well and a great fall ahead. Thank you. The same to you, Nancy. Okay. Bye-bye. Adrian, I'm so excited to have you here today. Why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and your business? Okay. So um, my name's Adrian Hill, and I live in Southwest Georgia, and I own a table linen manufacturer and retailer. It's called Hen House Linens. I think I, people always ask, you know, like what kind of sets your linens apart? Well, I, what I think the major thing that sets our linens apart is that we love color, so we embrace Lots of color, bright and cheery tables are our favorite. And then our linens are especially designed to uh, mix and match. So the patterns are designed to work with each other and they don't require much ironing. I would say they require little or no ironing. If I'm having a very um, 
special party, I might pull out that iron. Actually, at the soiree, we um, we did pull out the iron because, you know, in photography, you want it to be crisp and beautiful. But for every day, you can certainly get away with just kind of hand pressing it when it comes out of the wash. Right. I just love your linens. You're right about the color and they do always look great. It's such good quality. Thank you. That's very important to us in the in the manufacturing process. Well, tell me, what was the highlight of the Birmingham soiree for you? You know, I think the highlight for me was actually seeing the photographers take the pictures of the tables and then seeing them on the screen. So like getting kind of the, the sneak preview of what the magazine's going to look like next summer. It's just amazing how they can capture these different angles and uh, these different shots. I'm by no means a professional photographer, and um, I have such admiration for the stylists at Hoffman and the photographers because they just do amazing things. And then, of course, it, it makes everything look, it was all beautiful to begin with, but then they just make it look even more spectacular. They do. It was so fun to watch them work. It really was. Behind the scenes is amazing. I mean, I just can't believe, you know, just like moving just a little, you know, little um, silverware slightly to the left or, you know, moving that flower just here and what a difference it makes on the camera. That is true. Definitely. So what is your favorite hostess tip? So um, my favorite hostess tip kind of goes along with my business is um, to have a good set of dinner napkins that you can use no matter if you're having a very casual gathering or a more formal gathering. I like to tell you, obviously, I have a ton of linens because I have (laughs) access to lots of linens. But if you're just starting out or um, just don't have, you know, a lot of people don't have a lot of storage, I always think it's a good idea to get three sets of four that complement each other. So by that, I mean three different patterns with the same four napkins in that pattern, but the three sets all work together. So you have a total of 12 napkins if you had a larger group. But if you're having a small group, you've got you know, a nice set of four napkins to use. That is the best tip. It's so fun to mix and match when the mood strikes you. And it's easy to do that when you have three different sets of four. Yes. And I think it's fun too. So um, to not always get kind of hemmed in with the colors of the season. So like right now it's fall and I, you know, obviously people think of the earth tones with the, with fall, but I mean, if you have a set of napkins that have, you know, you have some pink and some orange or some orange and some blue, don't be afraid to mix those together because you've got, you know, the color that that you might associate with that season, but then you can throw in some other colors and just use some elements to bring it all together and have a, a seasonal look. I love that. That is such good advice. Adrian. I'm so happy that you came to talk to us today. Thank you so much for sharing with our listeners. Thank you for having me. Hi, Lance and David. I'm so excited to have you all here. Why don't you start by telling us about yourself and your business? Well, my name is David, and uh, my business partner is Lance, and we've been in business for a little bit of 14 years now. And we started this little uh, design firm where we um, are interior designers. And then on the side, we have this little vintage shop that we go around and selling antiques and uh, anything else. 
that's what we do. Well, you have beautiful, beautiful things. That is for sure. And your Instagram account is just so inspirational. What well, your interiors Thank are you. amazing. Oh, you're kind. You're kind. We got into the antique business just because the vintage stuff just inspires plants. And it's interesting to see when you go into an auction or a state or whatever, you see his, his excitement on things. And it's really interesting to watch him put it together. I bet. It was so good to see you all in Birmingham again. What was your favorite part? My favorite part was making the biscuits. Yeah, that was fun. So for your your listeners to know, we went to this little event in Birmingham where Brian Hoffman uh, taught us how to bake biscuits. And what was interesting about how he taught us how to make biscuits, it wasn't just a recipe and this is how you do it. He kind of gave us reasons why you do things. So when you're cutting the biscuits, why you don't use the cookie cutter and twist because it seals the edges and it doesn't create that layers. When you get that kind of information, it kind of makes you understand really more about cooking because I grew up not knowing how to cook. I just learned how to preheat an oven last year. Hmm. And now understanding why you do certain things the way you do them, it makes a whole lot of sense. And to have Brian as your, your teacher was really kind of icing on the cake for that event. It really was amazing. Not to mention we were in their test kitchens learning how to bake these yeah. biscuits. Yeah, that was an awesome space. It was a, it was a great space. And um, for everybody to have their own oven and things like that was really kind of a unique. Instead of just sitting and watching a demonstration, we actually got to do it. That was very cool. Right. And it, with it being Brian Hoffman being the one instructing us that that was just incredible. I enjoy it. That was one of my highlights for sure. Now, do you all have a favorite hostess tip you want to share with our listeners? Yeah, we have a couple. I'll let David start. Oh, so in our house, we have dual roles. So Lance focuses on presentation and the overall hosting experience. Uh, he, he really puts a lot of thought into our guests and making sure their experience within our home is special. He'll kind of go through what he does. And then I deal with food and flavor. Again, I'm just learning how to cook. Uh, we did an event last year, and everything I made fell apart. And oh. it's just, I think I probably had a meltdown. Uh, and some of the, the recipes that I was doing seemed so simple. It was like mini ham and cheese sandwiches as appetizers. And it just did not go well. It didn't look pretty. When our guests arrived, the glazes on my cakes were boiling over, and it just ruined my stove. And just a lot of little different things were happening um, that I've learned. The biggest tip I could give somebody, do not make, you're hosting a party, do not make anything new. Always test it before you actually make it. And not just test it once but tested twice. And so a couple weeks ago, we hosted uh, a luncheon for about 20 ladies in our home. I cooked their entire meal for them. And so every piece of that meal was tested before we brought it to the table. So I had a test run two weeks prior where I sat some friends down, cooked them lunch, 
they tested everything, they really kind of gave me true feedback on what to do, um, on portion sizes, on, you know, coloration of food, um, everything. And so that was really kind of a fun experience to get, have a test run with my friends, get their honest feedback, and then to host it again, and then really sit back and see people's faces and enjoy it. That was kind of interesting. Um, so my biggest tip is to test run your food, test drive it first before you actually present it to your guest is really my favorite thing. Number two, also select foods that you don't have to focus on. So with this particular luncheon, in reference to it, a lot of things were cooked in the oven. If it was on the stovetop, I risk um, foods boiling over, not being prepped in time. Um, so things that you know can cook on its own and you can walk away. And I'm not a big prep of the day before person uh, because I'm a ten- I like food to have a lot of flavor and I don't like leftovers. So for me to prep the day before and then just warm up food the next morning bothers me. So I didn't do a lot of prepping the night before. Well, those are excellent, excellent tips. And I, I feel like that your test run that you mentioned will solve 90% of people's problems <laughs> that can occur <laughs> because exactly. I, I don't know how many times test I'm trying out a new recipe that I thought sounded easy enough, created a trickle effect of everything going wrong. <laughs> so I know how you felt. <laughs> and the most exciting thing about hosting the party for me is planning the menu. So I lay in bed at night and I Google recipes recipes and I think about those things. I'm like, oh, this is a great combination. This is something wonderful to do. So for that particular luncheon, we did um, breaded chicken, uh, a salad with uh, warm goat cheese on top wrapped in phyllo and potato stacks. And it was really kind of interesting. When I was putting the meal together, I was trying to think, what can I serve with the salad and the chicken? And I wanted something pretty, wanted something good looking. But I'd never made potato stacks before. So by doing that, it just all of a sudden became a signature. And when doing my test run, I sat down with good friends of ours, and I said, what would you take off the plate? And our friend Kate came back to us and said, it's too much food for a lot. It's a lot of food. And I said, what if I take off the roll? And she says, no, a lot of people like a roll on their plate. Well, what if I take out the potato stacks? No, that was one of your cornerstone dishes. What if I take out the salad? Well, then you don't have anything on your plate. So it was, it was, what do you do when you have so much food on your plate? You take the roll and you put it on a bread plate. So it alleviates the look that there's so much food on, on your plate. But again, I had to do a test run and to learn those little tricks. I love it. You, that was a great idea. That's really, really specific, good feedback that you got from your guests. For sure. Yeah. But, but again, I, I, I lay it at night and I Google and I learn recipes and, and I think they're going to be exciting to, to do. I just know that I can't do it the day of. Exactly. We, we have to control ourselves. <laughs> at least that's what I have to do because <laughs> it's so tempting to want to try something new sometimes. Lance, did you have one for us? Then I'll turn it over to Lance. He can tell you about what he does. Yeah to make the house special for our guests. Well, 
if we're having a dinner party, I always, my biggest tip is to set your table a couple of days before. Actually, I do my, if I have the time, I do my about a week before and I lay it all out and I'm figuring out what I'm missing as far as like knives or plates or glasses. And, uh, I usually do a test run on my, on my, you know, styling my table out. And then for the flowers, um, I always try to do my flowers the day before. And I use a lot of citrus that last longer. And if I'm doing any specialty type flowers, I'll put those in like the day of. But I'll have it all set up and ready to go because I don't want to be stressed out 10 minutes before my guests come. I want to be relaxed and at ease about myself as the guests come in, not stressed out. That makes all the difference. Your demeanor when your guests come, that's such a very, very good advice. Yeah. Well, I can't thank you all enough for sharing with our listeners today. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. Libby, thank you so much for coming today. I'm so excited to have you here. And for our listeners, why don't you introduce yourself and kind of tell them about your business? Oh, yes. Um, thank you, Christy, so much for having me. I just love your podcast and just you're so inspiring. And um, so, thank yeah, you. So I am Libby Britt. I am an interior designer in Atlanta, Georgia, and I have been in the business since I graduated from college back in the early 90s. I have done a little bit of every type of design from custom window treatments to commercial design to kitchen design everything. And just recently, my my youngest daughter just went off to college. And so I have decided after 28 years of doing full service design to follow a dream that I've had for about 20 years <laughs> to do a custom linen line. And I just decided to go for it this year. This is my time to make it happen. I, I can't visualize anymore. I'm just stepping out and putting it together. So my company is the Cape Cottage Company. And the line that I'm working on, um, it's, I'm starting with custom table skirts. I feel like, you know, everybody needs a table, everybody, you know, tailgating, entertaining, you know, side tables, porch tables, everything. You just, you know, you need a table for everything. And right. I have always loved custom, the old traditional round table skirts, you know, the, that we saw in the 90s and the 80s. My mom always had several and I just love them. I think they add so much to a room. And that's the first part of my line that I'm creating is um, called the tailgate collection, which is kind of focusing on tailgating and being, you know, having a fun, fun time with tailgating and bringing a little bit of ambiance and charm to an otherwise, um, you know, tailgates are I know in the South, they're very big and yes. <laughs> we fall out. And so this this first product is a small 30 by 30 inch table skirt that goes all the way to the ground and is custom made. And the fabrics that I'm using for my collection are just checks. So everybody loves checks. Checks never go out of style. They add so much to a room. You can put so many different things on top of them. And um, so that's I'm working on now, and my first uh, my first order is coming in. Hopefully, in the next two weeks, I am so ready to get it and just you know get it here and and you know just start showing it to the world because I think everybody's going to love love these table skirts. 
Well, I'm so excited for you starting this, um, that you've been thinking about it for so long and planning, and now you're finally doing it. And I got to see the products in person at the soiree in Birmingham, and they are truly amazing. The quality is really hard to believe until you touch it. Like They're just beautiful, beautiful, and they truly will be heirloom pieces for people. Thank you. That's, that's the goal. I mean, I, um, you know, I like to see things passed down and, you know, think, think about the past and think about the future. And so that was, I put a lot of love into the design of these and also focusing on, um, being made in the USA. So yes, thank you. I was so honored to have my table skirts there. It was, it was a lot of fun. And so, yeah, so I'm, I'm excited. I'm just, um, just, you know, ready to to run with it. <laughs> well, um, speaking of the soiree, what was like the highlight for you in Birmingham? Oh my goodness, I I can't, there were so many. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> I really I mean I don't know about you, but I was just in heaven. And if you're a creative, I think you can appreciate being in that environment. You know, I kept calling my husband. I I can't believe I'm here. I can't believe I'm here. I just went to the prop room and I just met with so-and-so and and I just went to the test kitchen. And it was just a very, uh, well, first of all, I mean, as as you know, our our fearless leader, Lydia, makes everything just amazing. There's no stone unturned in anything that Lydia puts together. That's Uh, true. I mean, really, right? (laughs) And she makes everybody feel so so welcome and and includes everybody and um so you know right away when i got there the first day um just I, um just meeting everybody and meeting you know the the backbone of 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 Hoffman Media like just even from you know just getting help unloading things from the car i mean everybody was just amazing i enjoyed so much the of course the people and the seeing everything and, 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 you know, reuniting with, with friends from the supper club, but just meeting the staff and talking to them. And, um, you know, even like on the elevator, it was just, it was just such a fun experience. It was like, I just, I can't even, I can't even describe it. The, the test kitchen was a lot of fun to me and learning how to bake biscuits with Brian. I, I enjoyed that so much. I never knew, (laughs) I never knew how to make a real biscuit. And I, Wow, I mean that was just amazing, and seeing seeing the cameras and everything, it, it was just you know, as you know, it was it was just a very amazing experience. So I, I don't know that there was one thing. I just I really don't. Um, I left there feeling like it was one of the best days of my life, and I know that sounds funny, but um, it truly no. it, it truly was amazing. I I felt again, if you're in the creative um, field, you can appreciate seeing the background and what goes on and how it all how it all works and how I'm just watching the photo- photographer take pictures of the tables um that was just alone you know and then and and everybody there was so friendly and um and helpful and um I don't know I, it's like once once I left I I just couldn't believe it was you know that I had just done that and um so I know how you feel. It, there was so much activity kind of and um, friendship and connection and meeting new people and meeting old friends that, uh, you know, that we got to reconnect with that 
it's just a lot in one day or a day and a half. And it's just, I can, I understand why you think it's like one of the best days of your life. Cause it, it was, <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> yes. So many new experiences and all rolled into, you know, a very short time frame. Yes. Yes. I would do it all over again in a heartbeat. Um, it was just truly that magical and happy and fun. And so, yes. <laughs> Me too. I enjoyed it just as much. Well, thank you so much, Libby, for coming and being here with our listeners today and sharing about your experience. I appreciate it so much. Yes. Well, thank you, Christy. I, I so appreciate it. And I, you know, enjoyed every minute of it. So thank you. Well, there you have it. I hope you enjoyed learning hostess tips from my friends as much as I did. Thank you for listening today. And please go make some plans with your friends so you can put these hosting tips to good use. Until next time, bye for now. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Happy Hostess Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe, rate, and review it on your podcast app. It would mean the world to me. If you need links for anything mentioned during this episode, head over to happyhostesscollective.com and you'll find them in the show notes. A new episode comes out every Tuesday, and I can't wait for you to tune in next time. Until then, have a great week.